Welcome to another episode of the Leverage Radio podcast. Um, today we are speaking with Prashant Kota. He's the head instructor at the Four Pillar Fight Academy in Chennai. Prashant, welcome, man. How are you doing? Hey, guys. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me here. Cheers, I, man. Our pleasure. You guys, I've been watching like a bunch of your podcasts. It's pretty cool. Dude, really? I mean, yeah, so you're yeah. one of 20 subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw the Piyush's one. I was like, I have to see this. And, yeah, then, yeah. and then the next one came and then the next one came and then the next one was like, damn, all of these names are damn fun to listen to. Okay, that's awesome. Because I think Piyush uh, had the highest number of listens. Yeah, it still does. Oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, it makes sense. I think that's he's a funny he's guy too. Shit for like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, that was literally our second episode. So the first episode was just Ashwin and I, and we kind of did it on a whim. And then we're like, okay, let's. Uh, I don't know how Piyush became our number two guy, but uh, <laughs> he was actually fucking hilarious. So we had a great time uh, talking to him, and that's the kind of vibe we just hope to create <laughs> with everybody. <laughs> sometimes it happens. Sometimes it just goes. Straight over everybody's <laughs> head. But it's all good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who changed my yeah. name to Ugly? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you could do all that on Zoom? I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, so I've recently discovered that I can change people's names. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, basically, uh, Prashant, a little background. Um, I work in education. Ashwin knows right. this. And one of the things we are actually literally doing right now is we're going to switch from Zoom to Microsoft to prevent okay. kids from doing this kind of stuff for online classes. <laughs> they basically like everyone puts their name, their name as some like Gali Galoch and their, their photos and videos as uh, uh, like porn and like stuff like oh, that. Oh no. So it's That's so hard for that. the teachers. No, yeah, like it's something, you, you know, like if we were in school, Probably that's something we would do. I mean, yeah, like that but, would be some uh, fooling around over there. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> I, it's uh, one of the biggest things we're dealing with at the moment. <laughs> What's up, man? Have you oh, how have you been? You told me. I mean, you mentioned to us briefly uh, that you've actually been enjoying this time. I mean, like for me, um, in terms of running the gym and all of that, I very rarely get time to train on things I specifically want to be training on. And for the most part of it, I'm like, and also Chennai is a city where no one wants to stay. Everyone just leaves Chennai, right? Like they either leave really? for work. Yeah, they either leave for work to other cities or they leave for the, like that, or they leave for the like higher education to other countries or something like that. Like very few people like actually stay back and stick Chennai. around. Huh? Yeah. So at that point, like for the most part of it, I, I only keep running like, you know, fundamentals over and over and over and over again. So, like, for me, this time where, like, I've cancelled all my, like, we don't do any online classes and all of that. Because I'm like, I need to use this time to just work on things I wanted to, like, you know, personally sit and work on. So that That's way, pretty cool. So that way, it's pretty fun to, I mean, I have, like, a small set of guys who come over to my place. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we just get together and train. Your place means the academy? No, my, my home. Like, we oh, just stay in my terrace. So, what have you been working on right now? I've been, I've always been wanted to like, you know, properly work on like the Danaher's systems. Oh, shit. So I'm still catching up to like Are all of the... Are you doing or no gi? Enter the system. Yeah, enter the system. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Where have you reached? I've so far, like I've 
I've reached maybe like the fourth DVD of his like Lock series. Oh, so okay. I'm one, learning. One. I'm learning like a bunch of the. So now um, you're you're doing the basically um, the inversions and yeah, in between yeah. the legs in 45 degree angles and facing away. Yeah, yeah, like that's a lot of stuff, fun. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember this is when it starts getting really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because like every time, I mean, I visit IJJ a lot. Like I visit Bangalore over there a lot. And every time I'm there, I see these guys do all of these really cool stuff. And I'm like, damn, I need to learn this. I need to learn this. For sure, and the Dana stuff is um, exceptional for this. If you're was, beginning into, it was actually my first, the first system I studied. Here it is. I have oh, full thing oh, right here. In Kimura. <laughs> I have it right here. It is all here, literally all of it. Oh my god! Are those your like, notes? Yeah. So I have. Like each slide of each DVD, I have yeah. drilled completely. That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, so endlessly. I mean, four onwards, four to seven is basically when he stopped talking as much. Um, okay. And, <laughs> and it gets really, really interesting now. It like picks up and how. Yeah. Like you're just it, right. if DVD five, I think, is when the cross Ashi system starts. Then you go into reverse Ashi, and then. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the uh, backstep entries and all. Um, yeah, I forget Mohit, you also did it, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. This is the first one that I also did properly, and okay. it was genuinely um, like much needed. It's a game changer, right. honestly. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I didn't want to say that, but that's it's <laughs> too cliched. But that's exactly. Is this what it is. your? F- I mean, uh, I'm sure you've had some experience uh, with leg locks, but is this? Um, First time you've actually studied it and drilled it yourself? Um, I mean, so for me, my whole jujitsu journey was like a completely this thing. Like it was a very Gracie dominant thing for me. Mm-hmm. So like, and this was like the cultish Gracie type thing where like, you know, mm-hmm. leg locks are bad. You can't be doing leg locks. And there's a difference between a choke and a strangle. Like, and like there were all of those types of mentalities. So for me, like I got very late into all of these systems. So maybe like, a year and a half back or something like that, I got introduced to leg locks. I had like this guy from from Arizona who'd come down for a month. Mm-hmm. And like an Indian dude who, who lived over there, a guy named Vikram. And he came in and he was here for a month and it was just him and I in class. And he introduced me to a bunch of stuff. I was like, damn, this is, this is exactly what I was waiting for all this while. Because like until then, I mean, I'd watch a DVD, but then like I, I'd try it, but like a lot of it wouldn't really work. Hey, I'd go want over to be working. Head. Yeah, so like I needed someone to be there who already knew it to kind of correct all the small, small things to just set me off in the starting and he helped me a lot with that. And then I kind of got some basic understanding of it. And then after that, like, you know, there's like training at IJJ and like help, they helped me out a bit. And now so I have so like a basic understanding of, of like locks. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. So, uh, you mentioned IJJ. Uh, so, what is this cross training? How do you? How does this work? Um, I actually. So, my first tournament that I competed in was, I think, in the nationals that happened in Bangalore at around 2014. I think this was 2014 right. or 2015. One of these two years. And at that point, I'd gone and there was no one doing jujitsu that, or at least all the guys who were serious about jujitsu weren't really out there competing as such. Right, so like all the guys who were there in that competition were all like very, very amateur or something like that, right? Like mm-hmm. where, where, I mean, all of my fights put together got done in like, in like three minutes or four minutes. Some <laughs> fights put together. 
like these were guys who were straight up like shooting in for double leg with us heads kicking out and running towards me and like just getting caught in triangles and guillotines and, and all of that guillotines yeah 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 and at that point someone had told me of this gym like one of the guys who i competed against was like you got to go visit this gym called i called institute of jiu jitsu mm-hmm. and and i thought it was some sort of a trap or something like that but these guys want me to want me to just come some place like <laughs> and another cult and i was like fuck these guys are going to be i was like maybe i'll i'll first do my research about them and all of that and then i got back to chennai and i and i messaged rohit i, I found out about rohit and all and i messaged him and like and like we we started talking and then i realized okay cool so rohit's like a pretty cool guy and then like a few years maybe a year later or something like that i visited them for uh, for another tournament that we were competing and i taken my team over and at that point is when like we started like then we bonded a lot more like easily and i i liked the way they were doing things and all of that so one thing led to another and now like we just tried um being there for each other that's pretty cool so you can like basically drive down to uh, bangalore right yeah in a sense it's like an overnight drive okay cool okay. yeah yeah but you yourself so you're uh, blue belt purple belt i'm a uh, blue belt stripe Awesome. I'm a three-star blue belt. Yeah. And yeah. you've been training for how long? I think I started. Um, I'm not sure if it was early 2013 or late 2013. It was one of. I think it was around 2013 that I started training, and like I was there at one gym for about like four years until I realized that gym was not a not what they claimed to be. What gym is this? This was a gym called First Contact MMA. Like I kind of helped started that gym. I kind oh, of had to start that gym in the sense like um I mean so I didn't know of the UFC I didn't know of any of these things it was like mm-hmm. for me straight up like I had like I experienced jiu jitsu um like being one of those cocky guys saying this <laughs> thing work on me and all of that <laughs> and, and who, like where is this gym based out of don't mind me asking in Chennai in Chennai okay cool cool yeah like I mean for me it was like the whole skinny kid go to a gym lift weights become big and like think like you know the bigger you are the stronger you are and like i did that whole journey and then there was this one older guy who came and he was like we met in a kickboxing class and he met me and he was like you use your kickboxing i use my jiu jitsu and i was like cool let's see where this goes and like <laughs> got me in an americana and armbar and like it was like like 20 minutes of just getting mauled and from that day it was just like you know teach me teach me teach me and like i convinced him to set up like mats in his garage and then like i got like some he was like bring four people and i'll teach you and he he wore like a black belt and i was like that's big cool. so there's like a black belt over here i mean you wait for it wait for it <laughs> i was like that's pretty cool there's like a black belt over here i mean i'm getting to learn from a black belt and he was uh, he wore a greasy black belt like from um, from henna and he had like certifications from henna and heron and all of that and like i joined him and like maybe like a year or two into it like the gym grew like the crowd grew and more and more people started coming to his garage classes and then we moved from there to setting up a, a fully functional jiu jitsu and muay thai gym and like at some point like i realized that maybe like a year or two into it like i i realized i was holding back when i was going rounds with that person and like i was like okay i know i can sweep him from here but maybe i shouldn't like maybe like, there's something wrong maybe there's something like maybe for sure something's going to happen so i went through that whole journey for like a year or two years and and then eventually i came to know that okay cool so this dude clearly doesn't know shit 
I should tell this guy. That was like that was like very limited stuff that he knew. He knew like the Gracie online curriculum, the the combatives. Yeah, he was like really good. Right. Yeah, and, which is and, good. And which is good. He was really good at the combatives. Yeah, he was really good at combatives. But you're a blue belt, then if you know the combatives, right? That's what. At that point, uh, I got my like funny thing. I got my I got my first blue belt, maybe like four months into training. Like. And then, like, I realized I, I, and then I realized, okay, cool, like that, that, okay, so I, I'm not actually a blue belt. This guy just gave me a blue belt just for the fuck of it or something, like just for just to promote the gym right. or some or something right, like right, that. Right, right, right. And like, lucky enough for me, I traveled a lot. Like, I, I went to different gyms across. Like, I, I went to Tiger Muay Thai and I trained over there, and I got an understanding of what jujitsu actually was. And then, like, I came back to Chennai, and it got to a point where, like, if I call this person out, like, I wouldn't have a place to train. So then I was like, okay, cool. Then let me just be with him and just, I, I was like, I'll do my own thing, and he'll do his own thing. And we'd have like constant arguments where he used to bring up random things, like, you know, Kayo would get taken up in a street fight, or like Keenan would wouldn't last over here. I was like, but it doesn't matter. And like some, and like one thing led to another, and we finally figured out that like i mean that was a black belt from from san diego who had come down and yeah. like that and like he kind of figured out that like this guy wasn't a black belt and then like and like i wanted to train more i wanted to learn more jiu jitsu so like i got in touch with them in san diego and i was like i want to come there and train and those guys were like okay cool this like saulo and shanji were like super friendly about it and like they sent me like an invite letter helping with my visa process and all of that and then like i went there i spent like the moment i landed there the first thing that black belt told me was yo so i got to tell you something the guy you're learning under is not a black belt and i was like yeah kind of two years into it i figured that out <laughs> <laughs> so like <laughs> so like fast forward four years into training jiu jitsu i got my second blue belt who is From, this guy man um this guy named like carry he was a guy named carry edwards over here Oh, he's still there. He's in. Uh, he's in Chennai. He doesn't know. He stopped. He stopped. I mean, I kind of called him out. Like when I got back from the US, I I called him out and I was like, "You got to stop doing what you're doing, or you either let me take complete charge of everything, or you like to stop, like stop, else I'm going to keep calling you out, or something like that." Because yeah, because like by that time I had a I had like a small team and I had like a I had a gym set up that was in process and all of that. So, so yeah. uh so you got your blue belt then finally from in the Saulo Jiu-Jitsu right? Yeah. Yeah, I got my blue belt at the University of Jiu-Jitsu. And okay, yeah, like Saulo and Shanji had had different with that. But there you know, so now, um, key game is another another level, right? Sorry? Oh yeah. Big, it was yeah. it was so much pressure. They like I I had a lot that I loved in what they did like I I was never into nogi like I loved the gi more than anything else and those guys I liked the way they structured their their the classes like they never really had nogi classes then nogi was this open mats okay and like they had only like gi classes running throughout at least at that time and that was a lot of fun like it was this nogi sparring and gi technique nice yeah and so your plans um so you for grading or for promotions you'll be going back to the yeah. university of jiu jitsu like you plan to go um, every year or 
we are no longer a part of the the affiliation we were okay. affiliated to shanji we so now it's with kayo terra yeah now we do with kayo yes oh, nice. same yeah, as the ijj guys right yeah yeah same as the ijj guys we fall under the same um, association yeah so how does that work uh, how does the grading happen then uh, do you guys uh... so when up until so i guess up until like four stripe blue belt road handles everything Mm-hmm. and anything beyond that we fly someone down from there like how uh, last time we got down yuri and mm-hmm. and like yuri smoys had like given us the the promotions that we needed so that way right. like we get in touch with the management over there and they're also like um very nice they're too sweet <laughs> and like so those guys like help us out a lot and and like um yeah so we get in touch with them and they like they put us um they they let us know what the procedure is and all of that so it's either we fly over there or they fly down over that's pretty cool man um uh, i i remember uh, reading your name in the adcc open bracket oh yeah yeah uh, i i was so adcc was a very um strange experience for me because like <laughs> i took a long break from competing and all of that join the gang yeah <laughs> and like delhi is not a city like i mean for i like for competing it's not all a nice city open and all of that like i mean, i lived in delhi for about 3 years oh i'm so sorry and no i loved it like delhi was a lot of fun <laughs> but for competing and all man it was super strange for me delhi is trash for, Yeah, it's, it's all right <laughs> like half our listeners are from delhi and the neighboring area trash place <laughs> i actually love my i actually love my time in delhi like i i lived in greater kalash at that time really you like gk i i was in gk too but this was oh, what this is like this is like 15 years back so there was little parking that was i don't know i was too young that was it was it was a lot of fun <laughs> it was a lot of fun i, I all i remember is like fun times from delhi And, so yeah. why was so why, why was uh, competing in Delhi so different from anywhere else? Like until then, I've competed in very comfortable places, right? Like meaning things around like, Chennai, like in in Bangalore mm-hmm. and all of that. So the weather isn't that much of a problem. So like and also a long <laughs> break from competition, and suddenly like you know competing in the open over there, and like you know with all that heat. and yeah. all of that like it kind of got dude at least you didn't have to compete in the day like there was some people uh who had to compete i guess i mean they had to compete in the daytime and because it was open uh oh, yeah. one dude's foot just got stuck to the mat and burnt off oh yeah like i saw like skin getting peeled off yeah 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 uh, it's like what yeah. so yeah that was yeah. i think that was he was a guy from ijj one of yeah, the yes, boys yes, from ijj yes, had his you're right you're um, right his foot got stuck to the mat so and melted off Yeah, it his was skin, so hot. His skin peeled off. He had blisters. He had like three, four huge blisters. In yeah, the, yeah. His, in the, in it was burns. It was burns. It like uh, he he sprawled into the mat, and instead of his hips going down, his foot kind of got stuck between uh, him and actually sprawling, and uh, the bottom of his foot just kind of got stuck there and kind of ripped off uh, skin, and wow. that was it. It was nasty. Was it? I saw that. Yeah. I saw that happening. I was like, "Damn, this is scary." There was guys basically wearing socks and competing because they yeah. couldn't put their feet on the mats at like twelve thirty one in the afternoon. So, um, you know, that like at least you didn't have that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was still. I, mean, I think I I had my fight at around like three o'clock or something like that. Oh, it still like, would have been bad. 
and like i was there in my pants and t-shirt like cornering one of the boys and suddenly they call my name out and they like um, your fight's next and i was like okay cool so like i had to quickly run change couldn't warm up much and like my first fight i had like uh, i think i had an mma guy and mm. like i i sort of busted my knee while he was like i had a butterfly hook in when he was trying to pass and i was trying to like get him off balance and he just like clipped past the hook and my knee just and my foot just turned like you know, inwards that way oh, yeah yeah and i could hear like a pop on my knee like just an overstretched ligament or something yeah like yeah, yeah 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 so that kind of put me off a lot and i pulled out after that fight Oh shit this was in the uh, open weight or your, your own division this was in division this was in weight division and you were in uh, divesh division right no i was in piyush's division oh you were my center i was in 77 77 yeah no how do you, so how uh, how do roles go i mean uh, how do your roles go with uh, with piyush and gang man uh, at the gym piyush is one of the of better fun. ones it's a they like one of my most fun like like piyush is maybe one of my fav, most favorite training partners do you destroy piyush um no man no, what do you say <laughs> as long as he doesn't go for my legs as long as he's being lenient and all of that like i feel like you know we we, we give each other a tough time but the moment okay. he's like okay fuck it i'm like, i'm going the moment he gets into that i'm going to destroy your mindset it's done as Shit. long as we're playing around it's a lot of fun Shit. it'll be fun to watch him uh, in the leverage tournament we have so uh, oh, the podcast is basically a byproduct of the fact that we putting this tournament on together and uh, piyush is one of the guys who is competing yeah yeah so hopefully he'll be able to get some uh, back on his opponents that uh, caught his him in adcc his back takes No I just oh, mean like he, get him back types okay yeah, yeah yeah get get yeah, yeah. get the guys back who, who <laughs> he lost to at ADCC so I mean, I magic guess, man I guess that's the plan <laughs> there's a couple hope, of guys rooting hope, for you man I hope Piyush gets destroyed first round <laughs> I hope he's listening to this also. This is just testing if he messages me after this or not. <laughs> well, he does. He's one of the few who actually does listen. So, Piyush, we got you, bro. Uh, Ashwin's going against you. Me and Prashant uh, with you, man. Oh yeah. So, Prashant, um, you so so you did your original academy about four five years. Uh, then you split. and started four pillars no i split and i started a gym called helios academy of martial arts okay and over there it was like just train that we didn't really care too much about running the business we just wanted like it was just a bunch of like the guys from the old academy who got who got in over here and we were just training okay and then like i had to shut that down for like different reasons and like i started four pillar tell me something so what uh So you run the business, I'm guessing, right? Four pillar. Um, yeah, I, I've got a, I've got a few, I've got two partners who help me. Okay, got it. And, so, yeah. uh, what, what is your opinion and what is your uh, philosophy as to running the gym? Uh, because I know some people are like, oh no, it's not a business. We are a family. Uh, and I know some people who are complete opposite and saying this is a business. Cool, we are I mean, a family, but I need your money. Uh, the I mean, see, your... I'm very pro the business aspect of things entirely because you need to support the system, right? Because exactly. if not for money, not everyone can afford working for free, right? You need to, and also the people who can afford working for free, it's very unlikely that they're going to stick. 
right like exactly. the, the amount of distractions they have are way too many and it's normally the people who can't afford like you know doing this full time are the ones who would actually do it no i am again so i am all for that as well um and uh, but people need to understand that at the end of the day we still are running a business as well and uh, it's not just play time all the time I think uh, yeah i think you got cut off for a second are you back on so then yes. like that for me i mean i i am the whole like you know family jujitsu i mean like the whole family is there but as lot but the family needs to survive right and yeah. and just and just i agree having love for each other isn't enough like, i agree i agree so because i've had uh people who've told me that okay uh it's not a business it's a family uh, we don't care about money but i i've i've realized that that shit gets old very quickly um yeah and you need to sustain the academy it needs to keep running and yeah. uh, tell your landlord that i did hey, bro. basically i did <laughs> uh, listen 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 you got all of this whole family thing makes sense there are like a thousand academies Prashant, I think we lost you like, then. All of this family. Lost you for a second. Hello, hello. Got you. Yeah, you got. Yeah, like all of these, this whole family thing and all of that makes sense if there are like a thousand academies in China, in India, right? Like if there are so many academies that you don't need to worry about taking the sport and the art forward, you don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, you can be like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to make money off of it, and you don't need to look at it as making money off of it. You're making money off of it for the art. It's not like you know you're making money and you're like stacking it up and like just I don't know doing right? some like, evil shit with it. You put it back in the system. Yeah, right. So as long as your intentions are clear with the making money aspect of it, then there's nothing more so to worry about. So I have I so again now that we're talking about this business aspect of it, uh, I've noticed that the majority of business owners or at least business owners in our industry struggle mm-hmm. to ask customers or students for money. <laughs> um like so in, how do you guys do it do you have a manager do you have a manager running your gym do you handle it yourself do one of your partners handle it how does it work there meaning in the sense of fees and membership like renewals fees and stuff yeah so um so how we structure things is we have um I'm, so we have three partners who are running the whole thing and like we don't do just jujitsu we have we have a parkour unit as well so it's a combination of parkour jiu jitsu and a little bit of boxing so I, and I, I, so um, yeah. so we have so one of my part mm-hmm. sorry finish sorry sorry my bad yeah so like one of my partners he teaches parkour he he like pioneers and he pioneers the whole parkour scene in india and and like the other partner he just handles the accounting side of things so anything regarding money and all of that i ask i don't talk to the students about any of that and none of the members talk to me about fee renewal and all of that i i i direct them directly to that person and i let them do all the dirty work right <laughs> but but at the same time we do we i mean we aren't like anal about the whole thing like we have a lot people we have a bunch of people who train with us who don't pay as much as what the other people pay and all of that but we kind of create a we we kind of create a system around it where we make sure the gym is surviving 
and like let's say let's say a person can't afford paying the whole whole fees we get them to do other work for us to compensate for of course paying us of yeah. course i also read on your on your page and i think your website um that you guys mm-hmm. teach craft uh, maga as well correct yeah yeah so who teaches that exactly is it you is it some on your part no so so i teach only jiu jitsu over here i don't do anything else the mm-hmm. concept behind four pillar is to be a place where people can just come and train right like Understood. um not just i mean it need not be you need not be a jiu jitsu guy to be training at four pillar you can be like whatever you want to be and like and we try, and we don't try to say say like you know this is i mean i like to say that this is better than everything else but like we try to keep an open mind in terms of the business right so, so have, that way have, like we try we we try getting all the um all the legit people around and yeah so the person who teaches krav maga he's actually uh, um he's a person named shridam and he's like uh, a, he's like in his 60s or like in his mid 60s or something like that or early 60s and he's he teaches um he he handles the classes for like the commando forces in india in chennai and like okay. he he teaches the cops and all that over here so yeah so he he does his classes in the weekends yeah but i've never tried his classes yeah so because we are also uh, i'm i'm recently looking to bring um kramaga into my gym uh and um, i mean my whole life i've been like okay this is horse shit this is horse shit this is horse shit anti kramaga anti kramaga basically <laughs> but now but, i've realized it's another martial art it has and people do try that stuff so commercial appeal right so yeah. if you i mean it's got diversifying there are so, if there are so many people doing it there should be something in it that maybe we just not seeing it or maybe like you know cuz a lot of times what happens is people join us for other uh, art forms and they end up training jiu jitsu yeah at least so, the good ones yeah so like i mean eventually everyone do it <laughs> eventually they get convinced cuz like initially when i started um my classes um we had boxing class and all of that just to convert them to jiu jitsu coming for boxing and somehow they get convinced to train jiu jitsu and they start like it was just a funnel to like enter that and start doing jiu jitsu so can we see you um competing anytime soon man i am planning on competing more often now and like i'm this is that i'm trying to get things in order over here like get the business in order and make sure i'm not needed as much as i am right now and wait one second just give me a second i'll check my wifi no problem no problem mohit uh, no i'm not Yeah. I think my Wi-Fi suddenly got conked. I just researched. That's okay. No worries. Mohit, are you drinking whiskey? What whiskey are you drinking, Mohit? Glenmorangie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You're drinking alone. So, like, how's it in Delhi? Like, are you guys? I'm with you guys, bro. Sorry, you were saying? He's saying how is Delhi? Now he has cut out. So I will edit this. Then I will re. add it are you just drinking alone yo do you do this every day to har raat ko drink peeta hai nahi 
ऐसे भी हो सकते थे तुम याद याद रखो तूने क्या किया भाई आज ऑल डे व्हाट आर यू डन हाउ यू स्पेंड योर डे आई वोक अप एट 5 आई वोक अप एट 5:00 5:00 एम या एंड सो सॉरी हिट द जिम एट 6 डिड योर फुल आवर टेक अ शिट मैं कॉफी एंड ऑल दैट अदर स्टफ आउट ऑफ द वे देन dog walking and you know all that um then i did chest and then no, after that when you walk the dog do you wear a mask um depends on the time of day so no like, no it depends on the time of day if it's at 5 am or 5:30 in the morning then no but um if it's later in the day then probably yeah i mean there's a lot uh, of people you were saying ha uh, so you went to the gym then what did you do you went back to sleep you go back to sleep for sure no right? i i tried to but i couldn't so after the gym i we did uh, like half an hour 40 minutes of yoga um and then i had breakfast and then i tried to nap but i couldn't i did some work uh that's about it most of the yeah. afternoon yeah i like i said now we're trying to switch from uh what's it called zoom to microsoft and Where? because kids just post each other's names as oh in school yeah in school not on this podcast i was wondering what you want about no 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 in school kids just they post like horrible shit on their photographs they, they post pictures of you no 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 so oh then can't be that horrible they post like <laughs> pornographic pics and all as okay, the display sorry. pictures okay i'm sorry okay sorry sorry yes no uh what else do they do they just turn music on and leave it kisi ko teacher ko nahi pata kahan se aa raha hai so you can only imagine the kind of uh, fun you would have with online classes dude i would man uh, i wish i had that thing happening for me in school man i guess Where's Prashant? Who Prashant? Who? Uh, he's actually just oh he's back. Hey, what's up? Sorry about that. That's okay. Don't worry about it. I was making fun of Mohit. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. We uh, my editing skills are fantastic. <laughs> you'll miss a uh, hopefully you i'll leave some of the stuff in from when you weren't there so you can catch all the i heard something fun. about drinking yeah more yeah. drinks alone he's a sad guy 
ठीक <laughs> This is why you get beaten up so much. <laughs> How well apart from you oh, bro, bro, beating me? Who's beating me? Oh, <laughs> uh, all the kids in the gym nowadays, man, the little guys also they having yeah, that's, the that's that's true. Destroying you. You know, Mohit, like, I have to go full clip. Like just Mohit, even even in like practice two rounds off after doing one round. How to say one round? Even in practice rolls <laughs> I have to like be like okay, go go full clip all out. Like, everything you got put it in there otherwise man training with kids is not pleasant at all training with like these like 19 year olds and 20 yeah. year olds you know that yeah dude, dude, they, they don't care are... about their bodies yeah <laughs> <laughs> more importantly they don't care about like, your bodies yeah <laughs> cardio machines high power cardio machines like they don't get tired and you're like and oh, these guys are skinny <laughs> man they're light weights uh, in fact aman told me today he's like a rooster weight actually oh, uh, yes. I didn't even know that was a weight division. Um, so the guy does not get tired under you, man. Yeah, yeah. So do you have? Are you? Do you have a com- big competitions team from your gym? Um, not really. Not. Are you uh, working on? Trying, we're working on building a team, but again, the same problem, right? Like where people um keep leaving. So like, I at this point, I've just like. Okay, How do you deal with that? And I guess what's the main I, reason for leaving no I mean, nobody knows the reason the, for leaving it's this one it's the whole thing about i mean they moved they relocate cities okay i see like i get a so normally how it works for us is we get a we get waves of people from like who are just done with college or going through college or in school oh, and shit. all of that and the school kids as soon as they're done with school like most of these kids want to study college somewhere else right? right like very few people want to study in chennai and as mm-hmm. soon as they done with college most of them want to study somewhere else like they fly they fly out to the us for the most part of it or like london wherever and like and like the older guys are just like you know they they too um family oriented if i could say that mm-hmm. and yeah like that, they just want to train chill and like that yeah it's a little <laughs> it's a little irritating like i get damn fried as an instructor oh, it's it's agonizing i know what you're yeah. uh, what you're yeah. going through <laughs> Yeah, because I um I used to be the guy who used to be calling people and saying come train, come train, come train. Uh, and I realized that I should focus on the guys who are actually there instead of the guys who are not there. Uh, yeah. So I started actually paying attention to the just even if it's two people, I would right. focus yeah hundred yeah. percent of my time on those two people because yeah. there are people who say they want to compete, they want to do this, they want to do that. But they don't want to train. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, they, they I think there are people like that that fall under every category, every this thing, every group that be like a bunch like that. I guess. So how do you deal yeah. with that? I I mean, my approach is very uh, cutthroat when it comes to that stuff. How do you deal with that stuff? It's changed in, in terms the last of, few. In terms of getting people to compete and all that. Getting people to train the guys who want oh, to getting compete. Getting people to train. So, or just I mean, stay motivated. Like all the people who come to us, they all are super motivated to train. They all like um, they don't they hate missing class and they're there like almost all the classes. 
and all of that but like um the when it comes to competition and all of that i mean so it's always a new team it's always a young bunch of like um like maybe for the lo- the longest a person's maybe trained with me is like maybe like 3 years or something like that mm-hmm. 3 4 years or something like that that's maybe the longest a person's trained and this is with like breaks and mm-hmm. and and all of that so now we are focusing more on we try to get to the right target audience we try to figure out the right people who would actually stay on whom we can build a competition team so, yeah exactly that's that's a difficult one man how do you pick them so um so we do a lot of um, so we teach a lot of community classes over here like um we teach okay. at like government schools and stuff like that so we started that we started a program recently where we teaching about like to all we teaching almost 200 kids um like in their 7th uh, grade 6th grade 7th grade 8th grade in like a government kids? school yeah it's crazy it's insane oh, how do you handle 200 kids it happens kids? in batches so they train okay. i mean one kid might would get to train maybe like twice in a month mm-hmm. or something like that or three times in a month it's like a extra curriculum that we pitch that we trying to pitch to government schools over here and they picked up jiu jitsu picked up education system yeah so they do like it we've been doing this for maybe like 3 months now for about 2 3 months we've been working with the school and like we keep it very very basic like i didn't fully get involved in it in the starting because there were a bunch of other things that i had to take care of for the gym so mm-hmm. i had uh, so i had another team um, from the gym handle handle those course, yeah. so we were just teaching them like movement drills and stuff like that it didn't really get we didn't really get too much into technique so yeah just when i was planning on taking over those classes the whole corona thing started and Dude. now i just need to wait for this um <laughs> yeah so recently i've been thinking of pitching this to a couple of schools uh nearby as well um yeah. so i i don't know how they're going to take it and i i personally I, i'm not going to be able to teach those classes man yeah i, yeah. I can't imagine was, how yeah. you have motivated yourself to for that and I actually guess, do I that is not having satisfying training partners for years and years and years together that's true. got to a point to just be like i am still there need to catch them i need to catch them at a younger stage and i still yeah. don't have the training partners i mean it's i guess <laughs> i mean i guess a bunch of us need to bear the load over here Same. and like we'll never get the luxury to train like the way people who train who learn under us right who train with us right now Train. I mean, like half the things that the guys who train with me right now, I, I like, I didn't even have a percentage of that. Like the access to right. systems, the whole right. concept of a system right. didn't exist. Like, a system. I know what you mean. Right. Like um, there were there were like maybe luxury. It's a luxury for these guys. They don't realize exactly. it though. Exactly. Yeah. So like uh, so slowly. Yeah. So I realized like you know I mean I guess I just need to take that thing and like you know create take my time like in my mind I've given I've I've convince myself saying that i'll i'll start competing properly from the masters division until then i'll give my time to give myself time to like work on building a team over there and all that that's pretty i mean that's uh that's pretty big of you i myself uh i can't do i couldn't do that i've tried i mean i'm like okay 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 just spend 100% of my time coaching oh, yeah. coaching coaching but i I've been trying to do have best of both worlds, both compete myself and create a competition team. And yeah. uh, like, I mean, like Mohit, like you, I'm also losing my hair now. 
uh, <laughs> I don't know if yours is by choice or uh, <laughs> or you lose your hair. Before it naturally happened, I chose to lose it. There you go. I'm going to get so this soon. A, I'm so going to just like fuck choice. it. I like to say it was by choice. <laughs> <laughs> Even more does the same thing. No, but I'm also getting there, man. Uh, it's exhausting having to uh, teach you people keep... and try to compete yourself. Yeah, right. Like doing both is. I mean, I've not seen many people who do both who are a very successful coach and like a very successful competitor from the time they started from the early stages of their. you know jujitsu journey right? exactly it's very tough to find one what's yeah. more important to you being a good uh, a good coach or a, would you rather be known as a great competitor or as a great coach so right now it's like i mean i keep shifting i'm very moody that way so like suddenly <laughs> i'm like you know what screw all of this i'm just going to compete like i just want to train enough to compete and then i'll be yeah. like, like okay like i'll level myself down and like okay now let's start coaching but i'm more interested into the whole in the whole business aspect of things like you know trying to make jujitsu more accessible for more people and like just spread jujitsu as of now like varying like I, I, in my mind i was like you know i see all of you guys i i like i stalk people a lot on instagram and like i i like to keep myself updated on what's happening like in the right. country in terms of jujitsu Right. So, like, I watch all of the other guys, like you know, there's there's Cross Train, there's Warrior Cove, there's IJJ, and like that. I mean, like, I see all of you guys doing a phenomenal job coaching. So it's like, I mean, we don't need more coaches, I guess. I guess we need. More I coaches. mean, that's why we reached out to you, man, because we um, uh, we. I mean, I think I we we recognize legitimacy after a point of time. Right. Um, and I don't like wasting. We don't like wasting our time talking to um. Yeah. There are a few, there are a few teams out there which. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, we say I, they're teaching MMA and BJJ, but they are teaching karate. Oh yeah, we've actually we're actually working on structuring pack things for for gyms like that, where we're structuring packages where we'd invite them their trainers in a very polite manner, saying that like you know stop being a hindrance to what everyone else are trying to do here and just like pay us once one amount and we'd we'd give your coaches. enough skill so that you don't look like fools that will work in north india that will definitely not work in north india they will like fuck that, that shit that would Big work with that. somebody who is willing to have a discourse with you and understand your side of an argument um yeah but like eventually like i mean eventually people are going to see and call out bullshit right like for example like if you put up jiu jitsu in chennai our four pillar is like the sixth name that comes up on the list and that's the, and that's just beyond yeah, that's just beyond me Right. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, so clearly there are like five other gyms that are putting way more money into marketing jujitsu. That's, that's all they're doing. They're that's all. Like, I mean, if you guys are willing to market so much, then I'm sure you guys would want to consistently make money. Because like a lot of these people from these other gyms come and join us. Like they go join them because like you know their names are for second. Because they days. put that hashtag or they put that keyword search word. Yeah. And then, right. And then they train over there for a few months, and then they come and join us. After that, they're like, okay, cool. We realize that training with you was a lot more better. And I mean, so yeah. at that point, I was like, and then it started like people started saying like, you know, PK is trying to coach people, like he's just bad mouthing all the other gyms and like that. So like, so I thought the only way to come up with the peace agreement is like, you know, like just be like, this is what I'm offering you guys, and let's figure this out. And like a lot no. of people are open towards ideas like this over here because I mean everyone wants to make money over here, from what I understand. And uh, like true should hope so same same goes for here but they want to do it um like they not in the correct way uh no they're i like, would say what i know is enough i don't need more no they, what they want to do is they want to 
they want to control and they want to be the guys who are known as the founders and ah, that's right, yeah. so important yeah. to them ki i am the, <laughs> i i am the founder i brought him here i brought him here i brought him here i know everything about this and i'm the guy yeah. it's me yeah right and that uh mentality is i think it's 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 a virus uh and just yeah. getting through to yeah. these guys and explaining to them uh, listen you are making me look bad okay it's it's okay you you're okay with looking yeah. bad yourself but please don't drag me down with you i will help you free of cost exactly right because like i mean there's so much of time that you put into teaching jiu jitsu like so much of time you put into studying jiu jitsu while like you know while like another person thinks that like let's say there's like i don't know two people and one person trains with you and another person trains with a person who like doesn't even teach jiu jitsu and at the end of the day both of them think that they know i mean one person actually knows jiu jitsu and the other person thinks they know jiu jitsu and right. like and that's kind of bad because like they start, <laughs> and, and they get a different understanding of what jiu jitsu is and like Dude. they do a bunch of burpees they do a bunch of push ups and they like jiu jitsu and i'm like that's and just how it works grab some guys head with you more yeah right like that's no the i mean they headlocks and then they go home no, right so so but the the argument to what you both are saying um that i just like to play devil's advocate um like mma is so vast that if you big. okay vague uh that if you have uh, a multidiscipline gym like you know you guys are a multi discipline gym or a multi environment right. gym right um right. as are we uh, right. whereas you know for instance you guys focus on different kinds of workouts or different kinds of uh, things to do right. we we would differentiate it in terms of the different kinds of uh, striking and grappling arts but there's legitimacy uh, to both like in terms of if you're saying that uh, your partner is one of the pioneers of uh, parkour for parkour. instance and right. another one is somebody who's teaching the armed services right. uh, that that is legitimacy right there and right. but there are like so many gyms that under the guise of mma it's just anything goes if you know take down defense aage fir you know just throw hands and you you know you can fit kind of figure it out but yeah, i think yeah. slowly and slowly that's getting done with man like n- n- i don't know how many people are still falling for that it's mostly young kids under 12 and their parents but anyone who's like even half intelligent and can use google i think but like, you know we you mentioned mma and after mfn3 uh, matrix fight night 3 uh, i had a discussion with daniel isaac uh daniel isaac is uh, he's very senior up in i think the, the association and all that the right? association the, and the federation AI, that i am a as well as i AIMA. think uh, now there's another one there's a global one and he is he's a very intelligent man to talk to and i spoke to him and i was like listen we need to do something about bringing bjj into this and a month later he called me he's like dude can you create a curriculum for our judges this 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 and we'll make right. sure these guys have to run through it so there is effort at the top yeah for sure yeah but unfortunately uh, some of the stuff does not trickle down to uh, people who turn a blind eye to a, a big i mean mma was what ufc 1 ufc 2 which i mean it's all bjj right right yeah so and yeah. so you can't turn a blind eye to something so important um, 
because exactly. like i feel what happens is like when the, the whole legitimacy scene like the whole idea of martial arts was looked down on by i mean at least in india like or, or at least in my home like when the moment i told them i'm doing martial arts they kind of look they were like i mean you couldn't what do anything what the fuck else. are you doing like did you fail in every other aspect of life <laughs> <laughs> and i was like no yeah, they just think there. they just think we've been like some, there we've been there some what are you hiding men for <laughs> yeah and like i mean and then i realized so and then i saw all the other like you know martial arts schools at that time like this is in like 2012 and like all the martial arts schools that weren't like smart educated people doing that were into martial arts they were only like very i mean there were people who were doing it for mere survival they had to do something to make some money yeah right like it was dominated by all the karate guys and like that was in my in in my first tournament like i had a few karate guys who competed in it and it was damn funny looking at them i was like what what do you guys plan on doing over here like uh, i've seen some i've seen people trying to throw strikes in these tournaments bro i've seen people right? throw like sliding low kicks as like, <laughs> yeah. almost yeah. imagine a kani basami but like none of that just acl poppers yeah just basically <laughs> diving in for one leg uh, right? back yeah. tackle god oh god so like, so like i guess <laughs> that whole image needs to change i mean yeah you're right that's so, my yeah, point that whole like more people needs to need to take this up as a career and like only then will more legitimacy come come to it because like smart people won't do stupid meaning won't like just be blindly doing things i mean uh, like, prashant the way i look at it is like i am not going to my gym and i'm not i'm not saying i'm teaching karate right right exactly so yeah. please don't tell people you're teaching them brazilian jiu jitsu it's yeah. just a common courtesy which you could extend uh and you're doing that to bring people in the door i get that i get that completely I mean, get that if right? somebody asks me do you teach karate i'm like yeah hell yeah i will teach it just come i mean I've yeah had, i've had just, <laughs> just come into the door i'm like yeah, yeah this is ground karate come on <laughs> <laughs> there's a person there's a person over here like there's a very big gym like there's a big chain over here where they claim to be a second degree black belt in jiu jitsu can you please name the gym and they call chen mma they call chen mma of course and like i comp- like i competed against one of these guys I mean, i mean he was a part of the team that competed the whole tamil nadu state team or whatever and like of course yeah of was, course he's part of the state team yeah right like and that dude was there sitting and like you know role like he was sitting and planning on like flying he, he was asking me like do you want me to finish in a flying triangle or a flying armbar and oh, i'm looking at him like man that's so cool like yeah but, like go for a flying triangle and then go for a flying armbar maybe later <laughs> if it fails yeah. <laughs> yeah and then he was like yeah bro cool and and suddenly he's like he's like yeah so if i win in this tournament my coach is going to give me a black belt and i'm like wait what like why is it straight up bunch of like white belt? i'll do it you give me a black belt <laughs> and, that like, <laughs> and that's when i realized this guy was a load of crap i was like okay cool so clearly you're a load of crap and like he could he lost like in his, and and he happened to be in my same weight division i was like fuck i get to fight a brown belt that is so cool i mean yeah and, that's fucking amazing dude and he didn't survive to face oh, he didn't come course. up to the <laughs> in fact yeah, so um, like there are people like that over here and like is this sad like watching the videos is this funny like a lot of my students tell me pk let's go there let's go call them out let's let's dojo storm them it's not worth and it no i'm like no bro it's not worth it you can't yeah. you can't you can't get yourself down to the level of stupid and then argue uh, exactly. because you you just look stupid um, yeah yeah the the thing i have had also had a problem with is that these guys have essentially devalued the value of a black belt yeah right 
So there are a lot of martial arts where I see kids running around the park with black belts around their waist. I was like, how does this work? Like the whole fast track black belt thing. I, I know if like, it's there in Delhi. Of course it's there. It's, like six I, months I, to a black belt. In BJJ, belt. no chance. I no, shut that shit down. Karate, no. in that. Uh, karate yeah. I'm not sure, but I know Taekwondo. Is Taekwondo. Taekwondo. Yeah. So, I mean, there's really no value to a black belt. I've, I've, I've had people walk in the door saying, I'm a black belt. And I tell them, hey, okay, in what martial art? Uh, and then they have no answer. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> the black belt apparently just, uh, you're supposed to suddenly, oh, horse. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, dude, we don't do that over here. <laughs> I, I don't care if you're a black belt in that corner. That means nothing to me. Um, yeah. Fuck that. If you have black belt BJJ and you walked in the door, I'd... Still don't care that much until. Can I you imagine if, you. if like, as soon as you pass guard, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like been, one of my fears. Like, there was this once I had like one stand-up fighting guy who came and he wanted to like um, try jujitsu rounds with me, and like the whole time oh, he came, he came very close to punching me in my face at least like four times. <laughs> and I was like, I can't be nice to you, and like I had to like I mean we had to shut him down. Obviously, yeah. I mean that's I your job. I'm, I'm gonna bring this back. I think I'm gonna start kiaing every time that's I get a, a grip grip on someone's gi. I'll just hold it. Kya, kya, kya. Please don't do that, boys. Please. <laughs> please. Just, please, just orient the guy. Probably, if I mean, if I was there, I'd the probably just be like, I just tap and I'll get up and walk away. Prashant, <laughs> have you trained anywhere else in the country except for IJJ? Um, no, I don't think so. No. I've trained no. in I've trained in a gym I've trained in a few gyms in Chennai other than my place like there's this other gym called Combat Kinetics over here and Combat Kinetics they good guys yeah they're a bunch of nice guys they like they I mean we um we go I, I like the whole competitive thing we have with each mm-hmm. other but at the same time we also kind of try to look out for each other we, oh, but these guys know what they're doing right sorry um yeah they yeah, yeah they have that willing I mean they're not the type of guys who like I know everything I don't need to learn anything more. They, right. Like, if they don't win, if if they if there's if there are places where they are bad, at, they like reach out. They'll they'll tell you, yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah. So so it's 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 healthy competition. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so yeah, other than that, there's nowhere else. Like, I I was more, more at that, that point. I was more like because when I started, I couldn't find any gyms in India, so I chose to travel a lot right. and train and train outside. So I didn't really get to the. So what, what, I, I found actually I was like that's enough. Aside from aside from uh, obviously uh, institute of uh, not institute the um, university university of jiu-jitsu. Uh, university where else you trained uh, outside? Um, I've I trained at Kayo's for a few months. How's that? I think man? for a month I trained at Kayo. Man, Kayo was I think it was one of my most favorite experiences. Like Those guys. my first dialogue with Kayo, Kayo was so sweet that he recognized me. He was like, "You, I know that you've come from like very far away and all of that. Don't you have any questions?" And I was just shaking, like I was about to cry. I was just so nervous, <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know. I'm so overwhelmed at this point. I can't ask you a question. I'm sorry." And he just looked at me like, like he was like, "What are we gonna do?" <laughs> <laughs> but like that was at that point, and that was around about the time when Kayo had released his video about him getting his black belt. Uh, I'm not sure what you guys are talking about. The video where Kayo released, where he talks about his him getting his black belt, he like he gets a little, he tears up a little bit in that video and all. Have you really? seen it? No, I haven't. 
it's a pretty uh, cool video i'll check it out you should check it out yeah I'll it's it's it a pretty old video like he ah, talks ah. about how he was like he got a black belt when he wasn't winning any championships and his professor made him like um like skip i think weight divisions and compete and when he lost he gave him his black belt and kayo was like why why would you do this to me nice and all of that and that was quite moving and motivating and i was like man kayo kayo is 10 time world champion man it's not a small 12 right oh no i think oh, mistake yeah that's outrageous yeah yeah and musa messi is like catching up yeah i think he'll be he, he, he that number for sure that you think so fucking savage I'm, have you I have you matched so. or rolled with any of these guys i rolled with kayo was that fun it was oh, my like the first thing he told me was he was like you roll hard with me i roll i fuck you up or i i roll i roll hard with you you go easy with me i go easy with you yeah. and i was like cool i don't know much about going hard or easy but yeah so you try to hit a flying triangle immediately <laughs> and it was it was a hard round cuz i mean this was like a year and a half into training right you don't really I mean, you don't know how to go easy understand yeah, the like nuances of it training, you don't really know like you're just going you just know to grind or something like that of course so but it was a lot of fun like you like i i was surprised by how small he actually was really and yeah he's 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 pretty small like he's quite small he's he was maybe like like two thirds of my size uh, i saw him at um, the adcc worlds uh, last year when he was coaching yuri where yuri injured himself oh, yeah okay. uh, no he he looked this i mean from where i was standing i can't tell but yeah um, he I mean, was he's very not like a, he's not bigger than me and okay. i'm like i walk around like 69 kilos oh really is lighter yeah he's like i think he's around like 65 64 or something like that maybe 60 Fuck he looks yeah. smaller for sure cuz he 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 didn't look jacked i'm sure he feels a lot heavier man yeah for sure 100% he felt like i was going with like some i know like some super big dude so and, like, uh, yeah so sorry, that was sorry. that and then i trained at marcelos for a few months after marcelos for a while oh yeah that's really cool. when 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 was this i train whenever i go to new york i either trade i train at unity jiu jitsu and i okay. try to go side by side with uh, to marcelos as well but uh i don't like the showers at marcelos oh yeah i was surprised i was yeah, surprised i mean it's I, it just me so it's like it's like you're in the gulag mohit uh, open showers i'm pretty sure showers. i know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah open yeah. showers i mean it's i'm i'm okay with open showers but the line like the first time just be yeah like there are two the first time i went there this friend of mine had trained there already and and like he had told me there's going to be a surprise for you over and i was like i mean yeah i mean there's marcelo of course i'm going to be surprised and like no, 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 something you're not going to expect at all what what are your opinions on marcelo garcia as a teacher i attended very few classes by marcelo cuz like he took own class yeah yeah he um no, he took the evening class he took the night classes for the most mm. part of it and like okay. I, i i was there the whole day other than the night class right and like it was a lot of fun like it was they bro- they roll so much they i mean I yeah they they, and they located also very well they west 26th street oh, yeah. um yeah. i so mean commute wasn't a friendly thing for me at all cuz like i was staying in new jersey and i did the oh I shit i did the bus the bus journey every oh day. shit so took the bus from yeah and walk from penn station to that's not bad that's that's uh, what eight blocks 
ஒருத்தர்ஸ்டெட் <laughs> and said okay guy all black belt start running and then he claps and he fucking starts running uh shoots people's jaws drop when this guy walks into a room and it's insane i can't explain to you the feeling he's too sweet also he's like he comes and says hi to every single person yeah but what does his handshake feel he like does it feels sweet oh yeah and- <laughs> <laughs> that was just his bumps for me <laughs> no like, man can you imagine the number said. of number of black belts and like just dudes who shown up over the years just to look at him just thinking ke I could take this motherfucker and then they get their ass handed to them like Ben Askren for example I was so I was one of many I was walking towards him to ask him to roll because you can do that he rolls with everybody in his class okay yeah hmm. white belt black belt whatever and I was just about to get to him and this other guy beat me to him man oh what you didn't get to roll with him no nah, I did not get to roll with oh. him but uh yeah I got to roll some other savages it was, it was oh you did You got yeah, all my I got to roll with I think all of them over there. He doesn't I, go easy either. No, none of them go easy. They don't understand no, the concept of easy. They do not. Like, there was this once I saw like Giani was there and like he had a cut on his on, on his forehead in one of his yeah. rolls with I think Mateus. Mm-hmm. And like he went he just like cleaned it vaseline it and he started training again. Yeah, no that's and that's that's like, pretty common. Uh but like uh, Giani is a savage. He's there he's drilling before class, he's drilling after class, he's oh, yeah. drilling he's drilling through the day and and then he spars extra rounds after class as well yeah he um, goes I, he doesn't skip any of the rounds during class also like every single exactly. they do like a i think they go like four rounds or five rounds every class right have and you like is yeah. there yeah no but uh, even the blue uh, even, i mean i've trained with some blue belts also the academy and there are a bunch of savages um yeah have you had the opportunity to train at if you do go to new york again go train at unity man I cannot I, recommend yeah, it enough. They were actually quite far for me. Like for me out of Yeah, I, 14th Street. Right? Like it was a very long walk. It was a because like because I'd pack up for the whole day. I my schedule at Marcelo's was I'd be there for the 10 for the 10:30 class. Right. And I'd be there till like 7:30 in the evening. Obviously, I mean you're making a and, long ass commute. Right? right? Yeah. So like walking around with the bag and all of that is like and I had to carry and every class was a burning class, right? Like you Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So I had to carry so many gears. Like I, I was carrying three gears at a time. Yeah, that's not and, fun. Yeah, it's not, not, not fun at all. Like uh, every single day, I'd walk back thinking, "I was like, okay." No, so Unity actually is they double the size of Marcelo's, and they have lockers, and they have space, okay. and they have like a chilling area in between class. You can chill, you can drink coffee, you can play chess, you can snap. They have. Oh, that's like, pretty cool. Yeah. I always thought Unity was a small gym. Initially, they recently oh, relocated. Oh, okay. Okay. They okay. they basically they share a building with the Pratt Institute. Okay. And it's a massive space. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. It's really big. Um, yeah, so if you do get the chance to visit again, I cannot recommend that enough, man. It's really, really good. Yeah, yeah. And I was actually planning on making a trip in another few, like once this whole Corona thing is done, I was planning, I was scheduling a trip to to go there. Yeah, so they have the best of both worlds. They have your Gi, which is your uh, Mia Brothers, and they have your No Gi yeah. Now also, which is your Eddie Cummings, your Dylan Dennis, and the whole gang. But I mean, which one would you prefer? Would you rather go to Unity or would you go to Henzo's? I mean, Henzo's is Henzo's, but uh, right? there's no space on the mat. Ah, okay. Okay. There's, you can't, there's no space. Also, if you think your belt is of value, the second you walk in there, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> there are white belts learning things you can't wrap your brain around. The thing is, they probably don't know more than you about the about different positions, but the positions they know, and Our they spent so much time in. Us. They spent so much time in those positions that you couldn't comprehend how to get out of them. Uh, right. Which is why these guys are just advancing at the level they are now. Uh, okay. But yeah, that, I have been to Hanzo for last. something we've been working on over here. Like, because I'm seeing, because like all of these systems that are coming out now are essentially like you can, I mean, you can, I, I don't know if you can call them cheat codes in the in the whole jujitsu system. I would, but yeah. like, hacks, like, hacks. Yeah, right. They're all just hacks. Like you, you learn like that one system and you're quite sorted out in a competition sort of a space. So like I've been work, I've been trying to like that, that were these like two guys who came in and like completely new. And I was like, I'm going to teach you guys jujitsu in a completely different sort of a manner. Don't expect to learn what you would learn in any of your regular regular jujitsu journey. Like I'm just going to teach you one specific system and that's all you're going to learn. Anything beyond that system, you're going to suck it. But at that system, you're going to be really good at it. And like like, your whole game is to bring them into that system, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. So I've been trying to work that concept over here and it sounds, and it's, and it's pretty fun. Like it's It's a game changer because if you just keep up to date on the systems that people are working on right now and you spend more time in them, you're already better than them. Yeah. Like there are guys who've been training with me for like maybe four months or something like that. And in that four months, like I, I've taught them only the leg lock system and no trap and roll, none of that, like none of just, just leg locks. And like, it's like, and there are people who've been training with me for two years who I didn't really try this out with. And those guys, like suddenly they roll with these guys and it's like, until they pass the guard, they're in a lot of trouble. They're in lots of trouble. The yeah. moment they pass the guard, it's done. In fact, right, of course. In fact, Mohit struggled with this uh, when he first came back um, and he trained with some of the guys uh, who were just around when I was covering the systems. Mohit had missed it. He was running the Jaipur Academy. And he came back and he trained with these guys and he was just obviously in a world of danger because these guys knew things about positions Mohit had no clue about. But Mohit's overall understanding of the game was probably better. But these guys yeah. knew these niche positions and understood them better and could and just yeah, spent like more time there. from a sport perspective. Exactly. I mean, I guess it depends. I think he cut out again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you did struggle with that, right, Moth? When you came back from um, yeah, I don't remember which system. I think I, I think it was the leg locks, in fact. It was leg locks, um, yes. Because I remember getting caught left, right and center um, pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think also a lot of that is down to, of course, not doing it. But B, there was an apparent fear of the leg locks and that whole 
thing you know like now we get caught in inside he looks if ever and uh, you're still like Rarely, okay no yeah. i know what's up yeah no even, i mean i mean of what's happening bro we we recently done the hips i wanted to ask you i made some notes actually uh, i had a question for you huh. uh the fuck is my notes at okay so the inside spin is countered by uh, the leg across to the to the leg drag right so if you block the inside spin first and then you like if i block mm, your inside no. spin then i push no. my heel across your shoulder to a leg drag uh, no the inside spin is blocked by sitting in sliding in and with your knee covering your heel so that you're closing you're not giving them any space to spin into basically but yes once you sit right. down that's when you can bring your leg across into the leg yeah. drag position yeah it's and the inside spin is also countered countered by switching base uh or when you when are you fishing a lot, a lot of things heat. a lot of things are countered because you you just legs just split open as soon as you switch base yeah so if you are let's say going for an inside spin or you are attacking uh, from 50 feet and you are attacking my uh, open leg what whichever the one is trapped in yours uh, yeah, guard yeah i posture 90 degrees to the side i come up i switch my hips my posture step my, over the shoulder which is preferable uh, preferred uh, but you can just switch your base immediately even if you grab so, the foot so yeah so i switch my base and then i i my hips are heavy on yours and then i come out the back side the options is, are endless you can even just step over if you can step over into the leg drag you can do that if you want to switch base you can switch base and now my question which is that when this when you let's say now i'm on bottom and you are switching base i can counter your switching base by, by tilting on to the yeah by tilting on to the other side on no, my by just changing your frame so initially your frame is horizontal you want to make your frame vertical your vertical frame will uh, land directly between the hips which prevents them from pressuring in and intoward their weight me. on you yes which is weight, what we did in class yes. the other day and then you can remove your hooks you can get into your kiss kiss of the dragon you can get dragon into your back set 550 whatever you want so you're in quarantine for how long now uh this week we met the girl uh, rachi's family wednesday or uh, on a birthday right yeah wednesday Fourth so this third yeah third third um so 10 days at least Uh, so that will most likely be end of this week yeah, we were yeah, supposed i was i was supposed to go to school tomorrow we shut that down completely not going to go see anybody uh, That's all smart. employees have been all employees have been told to work from home today salaries were paid and stuff like that obviously i'll cut this out between you and me uh, and i guess next month i think we'll have to like pay half salaries or less salaries and now it's, i mean genuinely now the pinch is starting to happen to everybody so uh, uh but you will probably open in july right that's what the government Jaipur? says especially with delhi no no the schools uh, delhi schools yeah yeah but uh, they're saying that it still might be online classes only because nobody is willing to risk uh their kids being out and about like this you would think 
Bro, I'm telling you, know, actually, make like it's not like the fucking UK where there's only like 16 kids to a class that you can actually maintain social distancing. This is 50 kids, 45 kids, 80 yeah, kids. Yeah, but you know what those parents have been going through for months on end for these kids at home. Bro, they're fine. Parents. Ah, no. Okay, uh, Prashant's back. Hey. What's up? What's up, dude? Yeah. Uh, some man, my Wi-Fi. The I think something's wrong with the adapter. It keeps resetting. That's so, okay, bro. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Now we were discussing. What were we talking about? We were talking about. Um, yeah, about these, these how Mohit had also struggled with systems uh, and systems. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, but that's pretty cool the... that Jujutsu has taken this this direction. I mean, so, we're trying to take it in a completely new direction, also now. Right, like it's made everything so much more easier for people who don't have access to a black belt. Because that was a point where, when you didn't have a black belt around you, you wouldn't really it, it would be extremely difficult to to train, right? Like in terms of knowledge and all of that. Dude, even when you get your purple belt, you'll notice how people look at you differently. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every belt level is just like uh, okay. Now this guy wants to listen to me, <laughs> but earlier he didn't, right? Uh, so you'll notice that um, as uh, you go from belt to belt, people just people say belt doesn't make a difference, but it does when you're teaching. I mean, all of this is now. I'm talking about like maybe years back. Yeah, of course. When course, like I mean now you can have a now I mean I, I there are blue belts who are more knowledgeable than black belts, and True. there are like purple belts and white belts who have much more knowledge than like I mean so like the whole belt color scene is is gone like outside of I mean there are a lot of value to it and all but like in terms of just learning there are so many other more platforms to learn from now. Yeah, right. Uh, Mohit, when did you get your blue belt? How long has it been now? Five years, <laughs> maybe. Five years? Yeah. Wait, two thousand Really? And you, Prashant, how long have you been uh, at blue belt? I think about same thing. About fifteen, I think. I oh, got shit. my blue belt. Like yet? Fourteen? No, fifteen. Fifteen, I got my blue. Yeah, fifteen, sixteen, something around that time. Damn, dude. But my guys... my belt is like almost white belt. There's <laughs> like all the corners and all have gone white, and it's just like blue in the middle. It's turning and purple, you mean? Cool. <laughs> it's really you know cool. what the old school philosophy is, right? They said the belt is supposed to go from white to blue, and then blue it fades to purple, and apparently from purple it goes to brown, and then that's why from brown it goes to black. Yeah. Yeah, they say What? the white belt turns to black over a period of time. Apparently, I mean, white I turns to black over a period of time. I understand it. And from it goes a... through all these colors. Apparently, that's what <laughs> the logic says. That the white belt turns blue, the blue turns purple, there was all, turns brown. There was also conventional uh, thought that you can't wash your belt because it'll. Oh, oh yeah, what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> that was no. Now that Mohit, Mohit is now that Mohit is already made it sound like taboo. <laughs> Mohit, Mohit, maybe. <laughs> See, so, maybe 
Maybe if Mohit didn't wash his belt, he'd fucking <laughs> I'd know be that of all things. <laughs> <laughs> it, it may have become purple by now if he didn't wash our belts. If he kept our belts like listen, the way it was. Listen up, kids. Here's the secret. <laughs> yeah, don't don't wash your belts. Staff infection's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> we learned that the hard way, man. Yeah, I mean, like, I kind of am very strict towards all of those things, cause like. Then I'll be like, then why not just not wash your ghee? Like, yeah, same logic, absorbs right? as much sweat as well. Yeah, it's the same so, logic. It makes zero yeah, sense. Yeah, like I wash my belt maybe like every three uses or something like that. Like, because like putting it in the machine, I don't want the belt to also like you know the wear and tear of it. I wasn't wither away. Like yeah. So, no, like, dude, okay. you should see. So, Morello Santana, he's he's a head coach at Unity. Right. His black belt is hanging on by a thread. Oh yeah, I've, it's. I don't it's think that's a black belt anymore. By a thread. It's like it's, it's like got white strands white. popping out of it. Yeah. And when he try, ties it, he's got to gray. he's got to gently close the knot. If he does it too hard, it'll rip down the middle. No joke. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, I mean that's that's, like, that's when you know people are going to come to you to ask you questions. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that guy that knows whole, some shit. That was a whole Henzo story, also, right? Have you seen that video on YouTube, where like Henzo talks about how he lost his, how someone stole his belt, and he went into the favelas to find the belt, and then like he bullied all the favelas over that, saying, "I need my belt right now." And I get for, that. It was it was too funny. Like it, I it get the attachment to a belt, man, even if it's a white belt. Right? Yeah. Uh, Mohit, do you? I mean, do you understand? Do you empathize with this or no? <laughs> Not really. Uh, no, I right? gave my white. I gave my white belt to one of my students who didn't have a belt. That's in okay. That's different. That's so different. I gave them my gi and my belt. I was like, "Fucking use fine. it." Yeah, but that's like that's, that's okay. Like. But like, uh, if if my belt was missing, like, I flipped the fuck out. Oh yeah. So like no one's I, allowed to even mess with <laughs> belt. I I've lost my engagement ring, but not my belt. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so Mohit currently cannot find his engagement ring. Oh wow, how yeah. Um, yeah. how long ago was this? Like losing the ring. <laughs> you can see like his brain weeks, buffering. Months, weeks, months. Okay, I mean you're still alive. Yeah. So and okay. his wife doesn't listen to this yeah. podcast, huh? That's why. <laughs> yeah. Have you told her by the way? Uh, I mean, I think she knows on some level. I don't have to tell her. I don't want her like, "Hey, what's up? Lost the ring." <laughs> How do you lose a ring, man? That's a difficult conversation. Well, you have to keep taking it off for jujitsu. So I think, uh, I think somebody at the gym might have swiped it, playing a prank. Ashwin. I did that. I did that back in the day. I took your ring. Remember, dude? Should, one time before you Prashant, asked Prachit. Prashant, one time, okay, so one time what these guys did, so this was like really early into training um, and I was like rolling really hard, okay, and Ashwin and Jahangir, uh, they were, one of them was watching class and the other one, I don't know who, slipped out, took out. my, yeah, Ashwin took my keys from my bag and took my car and went and parked it somewhere else, okay, <laughs> <laughs> so we get done with training around 8 o'clock and I come out, I'm like, uh, well, there, were two, there were two well, parking okay so these guys are all still training downstairs for like half an hour 40 minutes more 
and uh, I lived a little far from the gym, so I, was, I usually would leave a little early. So I showered, I got out, and there were two parking. So I went to parking A, and I was like, uh, maybe I parked in parking B. <laughs> That's funny. That's a nasty prank. And then I went uh, to the other parking, and again I couldn't find the car. So I was like, "Oh shit! What the fuck is going on?" And I was clicking the button, and you know, like I couldn't see the light flash. I couldn't hear any sound. So I was like, "Oh fuck! Oh fuck! What do I do?" So I went downstairs into a panic. I was like, "Guys, guys, my my car is uh, missing. Yeah, it's gone." And they like, and what? we came out with him. We're like, "What? How can it go missing? How is it vanished?" They're like, How? they're like. What car can't be missing, bro? Like, are you sure you brought your car? I was like, I have the keys. They're like, bro, क्या पता तूने चाबी उठाली गाड़ी नहीं लाया होगा? अब तू पागल हो गया यार मैं काम से आया हूँ. How can it be that I have the car keys and not the car? Like, what's wrong with you guys? He started doubting himself for a second, though. I I did I did, and I was like, wait wait wait, okay, let me think. What do I do? Without any hesitation, hesitation. I straight, call I straight called the cops. <laughs> I was like. भैया मेरी गाड़ी चोरी हो गई है गाड़ी चोरी हो गई अच्छा अच्छा जी कहां से बोल रहे मैं आई वाज जस्ट अबाउट टू गिव देम द एकेडमी एड्रेस एंड ऑल दिस एंड दे स्नैच माय फोन कट द कॉल दे लाइक नो 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 वी 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 टुक योर कार्ड इट्स नॉट सो लेट डोंट फकिंग गेट द कॉप्स हियर ही इज हैविंग अ मेल्टडाउन फुल ब्लोन मेल्टडाउन दैट्स अ लॉट ऑफ फन दैट्स दैट्स ओह माय गॉड मोहित इज ऑलवेज द बर्ड ऑफ ऑल दी जोक्स वी टुक हिज एंगेजमेंट रिंग आल्सो This was before he proposed. This was before he pro- pro- proposed to Prachi, right? No, it was after. Then why was it not on her finger? Because it was my ring. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, this is your grandmother's ring. Who you 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 were going to propose with? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, you left might, it in the gym. Yeah, you might have taken it. Yeah, 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 and you have I mean, full fun. blown panic attack. Like these are things I guess I see only in like gyms like these. Like you know, <laughs> that's a lot of it's a lot of fun. In other gyms, they take putting steroids in each other's bums. So oh. like, <laughs> that's, that's the difference. Do you think? Do you that's, think people in India do that? Yeah, bro. for sh- bro and how? I think yeah, there people. There are a couple of people in my gym who don't tell me and they do it. Oh what? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, That's like guys who are suddenly very ripped. Oh, yeah, <laughs> shockingly This ripped. Lock, you know, l- lockdown has been good. I know, me. like really? I've not Whoa. seen people like that over here though, or in gyms like that. Or I know, I I've think Piyush Pandey is on steroids. <laughs> yeah, Pandey. I want to. I think we have to come out and say it. Piyush <laughs> Pandey versus. We need a COVID and a testosterone. Is he vegetarian? Oh yeah, is he vegetarian? Yeah, he's vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. Did we talk about that, Moit? Uh, little bit. I mean, oh shit. What What I about thought... you, Prashant? Are you a vegetarian as well? Oh no, no, no. I'm not a vegetarian. <laughs> He's offended. I, <laughs> He's I, I, my parents, you. my parents are vegetarian, but like I went through the whole battle of like you know letting me be non-vegetarian, so it's okay. <laughs> Fair enough. And yeah. uh, like, w- what uh, what do you do for your strength and conditioning? Um, so um we do a lot of so the parko the um so parko requires a lot of conditioning right oh Cause, shit like cuz you do jumps from from height from from various heights and like you need to make sure muscles like the concept of muscle fatigue shouldn't exist in parko so like okay. i do a lot of the conditioning drills that they do and that's just is just a lot of movement it's just a lot of mobility 
and like absurd numbers of workouts like just absurd numbers of repetitions so yeah that's my parkour looks very program. very exhausting uh, any chances i can get mohit into parkour and he can try to jump off a building and miss <laughs> it's a lot of fun so i mean the parkour that we do doesn't really i mean like it's not much of jump um, it doesn't really teach you how to like what they show emulate you suicide emulate suicide yes yeah right so it's more into like the how we promote it as like parkour is this obstruction of movement right is this how you face like obstructions when you're trying to move right, right? Mm-hmm. so so that way um, we try to link it to jiu jitsu a lot because jiu jitsu also in essence is that right where i'm trying to do something and you're trying to stop me from doing what i right, want right 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 so mm-hmm. so like a lot of the conditioning drills and all of that um um fall in place like they make sense they link they correlate a lot So mm-hmm. like yeah like you know just like basic stuff like you know a lot of crawling around a lot of crawling around itself like does a lot of difference and, Damn dude yeah uh, have you yeah, have so you by our... any chance watched uh, the office uh, yeah the uh, you have you seen the, the opening scene thing? with the park any times that anybody mentions park or that's the only thing that plays in my head that sadly And exactly. you have to yell parkour when doing it. Exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, like it doesn't count. Sometimes we right? do that. Like sometimes we do that. Parkour. <laughs> like when there's a new person, we just like fuck with them, saying, and we tell them like 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 every jump you do, like like you have to say parkour. Like, <laughs> so it's a lot of fun. Like, Otherwise, it doesn't count. The jump doesn't yeah. count as well. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, like that was a that was a lot of things. Like so yeah, <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. Like you guys should actually try it out. It's um like the conditioning that Paco brings in place. Like it um it uh, made me. I'm I'm just worried about injuries. There surprisingly enough, there and it depends on like the person who you're training with, mm-hmm. and it depends on what sort of a uh, approach he has towards Paco. Right, right. Because if you have a very like you know, I want to jump off a building and land, like learn how to like, like if you want to learn to jump like fifteen feet jumps and all of that, you are going to get injured. Of course, yeah. But now, if you take it through a slow process, and like I mean, you don't really this like for me, for example, I don't do any of the regular parkour stuff. I just do the conditioning stuff. Like I just do the things that are that I feel are important for making my jujitsu better. And have you right, like, like I mean mentioning injuries? What's your scene with injuries, man? Um, shoulder. It's <laughs> just body parts. It's just body. It's just joints that are that are gone. But I mean, lucky lucky enough, I haven't had any full tears and all of that. Okay. Um, it's just like injuries for me are just like maybe like overstretched ligaments or something like that. Like, but nothing That's more than that. That's extremely lucky, man. Because I'm like for me, I had a very very strong strength and conditioning program starting starting off. So like so that I never really like training injuries were were nothing was zero. There was absolutely no injuries because of training, and like it was only all my injuries are only like you know um, in competition or like something like that. And uh, have you been athletic or an athlete uh, for a long time now? um or was it um, post like your teens post teens i mean pre teens was i mean until like i started getting into just physical training from when like proper like guided structured physical training when i was maybe like 
uh, 18 years old so it was like straight after 12th grade mm-hmm. until then it was just like you know playing around on the street like football and cricket and whatever like that so it was like about 4 years of weight lifting for me like 4 4 and a half years of weight lifting and and then like jiu jitsu stuff but like disciplined weight lifting yeah yeah disciplined weight lifting Hmm. meaning not like your strength training type like i wasn't too like that was more of the show type of a thing for me cuz cuz i just wanted to look good and big so <laughs> that, that was more now? of that initially yeah right now i mean like <laughs> yeah, i mean you he, just like, i realize you just train anything you look good you don't need to specifically train for looking good right like, as you can see mohit has not been training to look good uh, right? which like, is yeah. or, or to fight well just for the bicep just bicep curls just bicep curls now it's more like every time i'm curling i'm like okay chokes 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 and then <laughs> my legs i'm like okay triangles triangles and yeah, but i mean i've realized that it doesn't really help as much but mm-hmm. it just helps in terms of staying staying competitive with the younger people who yeah. are more yeah, physically yeah. conditioned than like, you yeah it keeps you in shape yeah. also i think yeah. the younger guys are definitely recovering uh faster man so yeah this yeah. is the kind of stuff that you need to do steroids <laughs> we weren't supposed at, to mention at that them. point also like, i mean <laughs> the whole go to the gym aspect of it didn't really make i mean at that point it didn't um i would say guided but like um to what uh, it was more like like now i understand that you go to the gym you lift all those weights you push like 200 kilos but like at what point in your life are you actually pushing 200 kilos and i yeah. i i've met some fatties right like <laughs> it doesn't make too much sense at all and i know, I now know. It, but now it, it puts everything in perspective because as jiu jitsu and like i'm training for like certain aspects of of things it makes sense like every single workout that i do makes sense as to why i'm doing that yeah, yeah. and so that way like i i feel it's very important as long as you have a purpose like a like a very meaningful purpose behind it, it makes sense but if not for it it's is this point for sefi that's uh, that's important advice man like it can't just be randomly you can't yeah. you have just to for train the sake with that purpose for for the for the sport yeah right yeah like, there needs to be a sport li- to complement your weight training yeah also there needs to be weight training to complement your sport exactly. sport should be primary yeah yes thank you but i think i think that kind of gets lost uh, here right like and especially now with this covid thing you're seeing so many people uh, like one of the most popular things when this thing started was home workouts Um, oh yeah <laughs> so and i think a lot of people have realized that dude we don't really need to go to a fucking giant gym to exactly thanks for it and fit but <laughs> no, like I if mean, you and these guys also realize that weights aren't expensive they realize that yeah. they can just like buy weights off a shop and do whatever they were doing like cuz yeah. like everyone's like online classes and all i'm like yeah but uh, like people kept ask me like you know aren't your physical classes going to get affected like um shouldn't you shift to online and all of that but then like you know it doesn't really make too much sense the whole yeah, like if, of online if people are going to do jiu jitsu they're going to fucking show up and do jiu jitsu or exactly. if they're going to do boxing and kickboxing then they're going to show up to a place and do yeah. it there's the problem like, comes with only this weight training type of things like you know with like with shallow goals as weight loss and things like that unfortunately uh, uh, nikki rod has not helped us yeah Uh, Nikki Rod and Gordon with their 
that whole yeah. the moment getting soul as grappler came out i was like that i i, I got to get that yeah <laughs> no yeah. but like the, the kids nowadays they just want to get swole and they want to train jiu jitsu they don't realize that nikki rodden gordon ryan are uh, training more jiu jitsu than exactly. lifting weights yeah 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 so it's yeah. a big problem right now in my gym at least for so everyone's <laughs> lifting getting swole yeah bro i got to lift <laughs> all they're doing right now it's a I, little like, troublesome Hand soon it will become bro i got physio <laughs> <laughs> so so like what do you guys do out, i mean like i've i known you guys only as a competition team like as a team that focuses purely on just competition and building mm-hmm. in in terms of mma and all that is there anything outside of that that happens out of warrior core or is it just like a sport yeah team? so we have uh, i mean self defense is our primary thing right uh competition team is what i handle uh, jahangir handles the self defense aspect he's my partner okay uh, mohit handles both mohit runs jaipur uh, okay so yeah uh, we are full fledged uh, academy i would like to say we basically an institute as well um, and we do seminars on self defense but our main th- priority is self defense but recently we started making our way into uh, developing a strong competition strong competition right. team right 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 yeah uh, yeah so you know it provides a pathway for cuz uh, let's say out of 100 people that come to any academy mm-hmm. 75% above are coming with the mindset of self defense or learning some skill exactly and maybe 25 are coming to get fit or to get you know something else out of it but a yeah. lot of people i think you know self defense is the main priority but from that group you always see you know one or two people emerge from every you know two three month batch who perform really well and you're like okay this person could be good in competition and then maybe one out of two of those people actually ends up showing an interest in competition so there should be a little path yeah. for that one person as well that yeah, over you yeah. know maybe 2 3 year period like you were saying you're struggling that you've had only guys for 3 4 years then they leave the city right uh, i think ashwin's been working quite hard with the guys we have now and we've got a stable crop of i would say finally 6 to 8 young guys and 2 3 of us older guys who are uh, you know constantly like harping on about this and just it's on everyone's mind right, and right, right. i think that i think that makes a big difference to everybody's uh, output for oh, yeah. sure yeah yeah i mean it's very important to have like multiple people to help you while doing this it makes life so much more easier right hell yeah yes. shout out to all the ookies all the members <laughs> we hope you guys will be back soon at training prashant i think that's a good point uh, to end thank you so right. much brother for joining us hey thanks for having me thanks prashant appreciate man This was not a problem man. at all. Not a problem. Thank you. Have, Have a good it. night. <laughs> you too. Yes. You too. Bye. Yeah. Bye.